friends, and welcome to Women Wrestling Friends Podcast. I'm your host, Sarah the Rebel. With me is my co-host, Misfits Tomorrow, aka Tomorrow, aka T Money. T Money. I think that was the other nickname. Yes, that was one of them. Uh, I have come up with a new wrestling name. My name shall be Maxine Health. Don't mm-hmm. steal it; it's mine. I love it a lot. Uh, anyway, today we wanted to talk about the Superstar Shakeup, but we don't really want to talk about um, the actual like exact people who got moved and what everything means because everybody else is already doing that. Instead, we wanted to kind of see how it played out um, following up to tonight's Raw. We are filming this on Monday mm-hmm. night. Um, and just overall, our major thoughts and feels. So we're going to talk about the people we think most benefited, the people we think were confusing and strange, and the matches we are most looking forward to seeing. Yeah, it should be uh, pretty interesting. Uh, so we will start with the uh, people who benefited the most in our eyes. Yes. Um, so the Charlotte and Alexa switch, yes. I think, is very beneficial for everyone. I agree. And a lot of other sites are pointing that out, which I think is pretty awesome that so many people are recognizing uh, Charlotte as a wrestler, not as a women's wrestler. She yeah. was a major acquisition for SmackDown Live. And I'm really looking forward to it because as great as she is with Sasha, um, we had to watch that for a really long time. It, it's run its course. And they had great mass- matches. So, like, mm-hmm. under- I understand why they kept putting them together. Because right. it's crazy, like, just, you know. The chemistry. Iron yeah. sharpens iron, as they kept yes. saying. I said that a little weirdly because I'm weird. Uh, and then, I, as I've mentioned before, I don't enjoy Charlotte versus Bailey matches. I don't feel they have that same chemistry. So I think this was the perfect move. And tonight's Raw proved that with Alexa Bliss, Mickey James, Sasha Banks, and Nia Jax in a four-way. It so was so enjoyable. I loved so it. Good. Alexa and Sasha are going to be just as good as Charlotte yeah. and Sasha, I think. They had some... And Mickey yeah. and Sasha. Yeah, there's going to be a lot of great matchups from that. And I'm, I'm really excited to see where it goes. And they keep bringing up Mickey's, you know, sixth time. And they, I think she just needs one more to break the record. So that's obviously going to come and play somehow. So they might do... You know, like a, a Bailey wins. I mean, Alexa wins versus Bailey, and then Mickey wins versus Alexa. Uh. Yep, we, there, there's plenty of opportunities yes. and things they could do. the The main concern about the change is that if Mickey stays a heel, it means Sasha probably won't get a heel turn, no. uh, because then Bailey and Dana Brooke would be the only faces, and that's yeah. kind of weird. Although Alicia Fox showed back up. Yeah, like, she hasn't been around for a while. It and was you know, adorable. She can wrestle. She can. She really can, and you forget that because they don't, you don't see her actually wrestling as right. much anymore. Um, but she really is quite She's good. She's a great so, technical wrestler. Yeah. She is. It'll be interesting to see if because you know they have seven. Uh, I think currently, not counting Paige, and then I think it's eight because eight. we didn't count Alicia. Yes, before. I was gonna say we didn't count. We thought Alicia. she was over at two or five live, but she appeared on Raw. So that might mean she's. She's coming back, back in the fold. Which is that why she had to get powder in her face? Yes. She had to be taken away? Yeah, so she could, like, have that break and get back on the show, maybe. On to the SmackDown side of things, yes. Charlotte versus Naomi is something we both really want to see. <laughs> it's going to be so Just good. two strong, athletic women. Yeah. Uh, I think they, they'll probably put on some amazing matches. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to that. Because, you know, they're, uh, she's just going to get straight into the title hunt. That's just yeah. a given. Um so yeah, there's a lot of interesting combinations thereof that, that may happen. Right. And then Lana looks like maybe she's returning as a wrestler. It's a yeah. little unclear. Yeah, there, it was a whole thing with her what, doing a jazz dancing chair. What is a pop, six squish 
Cicero. Uh, what is that? Chicago. Chicago. She was very Chicago. She, yeah, there was. But um, I think in NXT she wrestled as like with her little Michael Jackson hat yeah. and her dance moves. So she is a, a dancer, I guess. Yeah, she looked good dancing. It was just like, it was a very, it was a very odd uh, way to announce that she a was wrestler. Coming. Yeah, yeah, like uh, it was just like yeah. a little. And but but if she comes out there and her whole gig is like I'm a Broadway dancer, I'm here for it. I'm, and remember, Emma did say that they originally were going to have her come on as Emmalina, but then they found someone who p- fit that personality better. It may be that we were all wrong about it being an old wrestler and that, in fact, it is Lana who is going to be Lana Lina, uh, for lack of a better word. I hope they don't call her that. That's terrible. Um, so the other person we think really benefited from the shakeup was Shinsuke Nakamura. Yes. I'm still a little nervous. Mm-hmm. He made a lot of faces, which is what he does, but I don't, and I've always thought this about him, I know people are probably going to give me hate for this, but like, I don't think he's easy to understand, and I think that's fine in NXT because people were willing to go for the crazier gimmicks, Mm -hmm. but I think we've seen that on Raw and SmackDown, people like the simplest thing to understand. I mean, that's true. I mean, the VOD villains is a pretty straightforward gimmick, but they never... It's too weird, right? And so he's making these faces and he's doing these things. Like, I don't know if people who don't know of him Mm. from other stuff will like him. I mean, he got a good pop when he came out both last week and this week. Um, Which is why it's probably good that he's on SmackDown. Because SmackDown generally does seem to be more people who are, like, very much into wrestling. Yeah, and I don't... It seemed like they were going to put him against The Miz initially and then the shake-up. And now they're probably going to have him with Ziggler, which is a good entryway since he's super heel right now. The guys he's been kicking in the face are not there anymore. And he sells like nobody's The guys I've been kicking in the face aren't around. Uh, So I need a new face kicky. Yes. I think Dolph just kind of plays that role. He's the guy who gets other people over. That's Mm -hmm. what he does. Uh, And apparently he's good at it because everybody... Except Apollo Crews. Dang it, he's still going to get Apollo Crews over. Bless Apollo Crews' heart. He just needs a... Speaking of Apollo Crews, really? Y'all thought adding Titus to the Apollo Crews equation was the way to go? Y'all want that boy to fail. I see what you do in WWE. Uh, the final person we were super excited about from the shakeup, you guessed it, Sami Zayn. Sami Zayn! Uh, the underdog makes perfect sense on SmackDown. And I hope they use this to really let him shine. And you know what? The match he had with Baron Corbin and AJ Styles... Beautiful. I loved it. See, you know, uh, for anyone who doesn't know, Sami Zayn comes from a, a luchador kind of background. And AJ Styles, of course, coming from that same kind of leapy around aspect. They were able to be very athletic together. And Sami and AJ are both good at selling. So it was just yeah. freaking rad. It was very good. I really and enjoyed so, it. It'll be interesting to see how that kind of unfolds. Um, I guess we'll get to... <laughs> because... We're really excited that he could get a push. Um, the audience really is receptive to him. Everything's great. But then there's some confused, disappointed things, and this the first thing ties in, which is Kevin Owens. Why? Yeah. Why? 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 It was a little strange to see that, like, probably the big guy, right? The big bad guy is going to SmackDown, where we're used yeah. to seeing smaller people kind of succeed, um, and he's there with Sammy again. And if it's going to be another Sammy Kevin Owens feud, that's not very interesting at all um so the only way to not do that would have kevin owens and aj styles feud but then that leaves sammy 
out in the mid-carters again, which is not where we want him to be. It seems vaguely like another possibility could be... I like that you were making a, a pancake yes. while you told me that. Vaguely, because I'm, these are pieces that are fitting together. Oh. Uh, Baron and Kevin, potentially. Barevin. Barevin with AJ and Sammy. That mm. could be a potential. But it's kind of weird because AJ, like that's face versus face and heel versus heel. Yeah. So it, 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 mm. it's all it's all very interesting. Yes. Uh, but I also don't necessarily know that SmackDown will have to stick to that same sort of formula. They are a little more willing to take chances. Well, and they did say that whoever wins in the payback match between Jericho and Kevin Owens will be on SmackDown. Right. We could all be swerved, and Chris Jericho could end up on SmackDown, which would actually be a pretty great place for him. I would, and I would love to see that happen because yeah. it would be very unexpected. I would be incredibly yeah. surprised. And get him away from Samoa Joe before Samoa Joe fucks up. I know him. Chris Jericho looks at Samoa Joe in the face before matches like, please, no. <laughs> I made it I'm so ne- long. I made it so long made without so long. serious injuries. Please. please stop doing weird stuff. Please. Don't do it. Don't do it. Oh, man. Speaking of weird stuff, Finn Balor had a match against Kurt Hawkins that um, made me really uncomfortable because it looked like he just thumped straight into Kurt Hawkins' belly. Yeah, I don't... Kurt, you know there's that thing where he does that stuff and then, or any like midsection stuff. The wrestlers usually cross their arms, you know, uh, or just yeah, just up, like with right? a, a senton, you're tightening all your muscles yeah. and it doesn't hurt as bad. And it, I don't think Kurt, I don't think he got to it in time. I don't know if he wasn't paying attention to the timing or if he's just really good at tricking me into thinking something else. But it really looked he's, like he's a really strong pelvic floor. It was right. like really clenching. That looked right like he head. just stomped into that man's t- tummy. I didn't like it. Um, all right, all right. Back Anyways, to yes. things we're disappointed by. Uh, Kevin Owens, I love him. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. I think he's a great heel. I love that he's shaved and wearing an ugly ass suit, mm-hmm. so he looks even more repulsive. And he's like, "Look at me. I'm Canadian, and I'm just better because I'm a Canadian." Canadian. We got mm-hmm. maple syrup for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, I speak two languages. Nah. Oh yeah, when he said that in French, come down to the ring. Yeah, it was. It was you yeah. know, he's a great heel, but I'm. I just about him being weird. on SmackDown. Yeah, it's yeah. kind of a weird thing. Um, so. Uh, returns uh so there's the plus side is tamina's finally back yay the negative side of that is that they did this whole flourish to introduce her that set up a false expectation by the audience thinking it was going to be charlotte and then tamina walks out and then they're disappointed and i felt that was pretty disrespectful (laughs) What they said is they were like, you know, she's a second generation wrestler, she's an amazing athlete, blah, 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 and the whole crowd thought it would be Charlotte, and we're ready to pop for Charlotte. Now, they did something like this with Kurt Angle and Teddy Long, but mm-hmm. the difference is Teddy Long is a comedic character, and Tamina did not come out as a comedic character or as a snarky heel, two options that she could have done. Yeah. So I'm also not entirely... I'm, the more I had thought about it, the more I'm like, I'm not entirely sure if this was their fault or Tamina's fault. But it, Tamina came out with a very serious face to a dead audience who was yeah. just like, we don't care about you. Half of us don't know who you yeah. are. Uh, and it was incredibly disrespectful. And then Charlotte came out and everybody cheered. Yeah. It was like she was the butt of the joke. Now, she'd come out and been like, hey, oh, not what you were expecting, yeah. huh, losers? But like, that's kind of never been her shtick, so... That's true, but that's really the only way. Like, yeah. if you're a heel, that's how you have to play it. If you're a face, it's, she needed to have been a comedic yeah. wrestler, not Tamina. <laughs> so... I don't know why they thought that that would be a cool thing to do because the audience didn't even seem 
faked out by it in a way. Like, the audience almost seemed like they were just like, oh, yeah. Like, it almost yeah. seemed to deaden Charlotte's response, even. Kind of, yeah. It was it was a very weird misreading of the situation, um, I think, by the introduction part of it. And I think that Tamina deserves a hype introduction, but it just set, it just was very weird. And also, like, and... It, none of the women had a chance, Tamina nor Charlotte had a chance to say anything yeah. when they came out. And I think that also made it weird. Like, hey, we really care about this women's evolution, but we're not going to let these women talk or do anything. Nope. Which possibly is because they haven't decided what they're going to do yeah. yet. Because Charlotte could always very surprisingly turn face or, you know, kind of a in-between mm-hmm. uh, face. Area. Yeah, gray yeah. area, face, heel. So potentially that's why? It seems, let's see, based on who's there, I feel like it's going to be one of each. Because Becky and Naomi... Becky and, then, and Naomi are both faces, and then Carmella yeah. and Natalia are currently heels. Right, so... Right. Would, yeah. Tamina, I mean, Tamina makes a good heel because she's big. Yeah. She can be the Nia Jax of SmackDown if she wanted to be. But she's also part of Team Bad with Naomi, so... They could play on that. They could play on that, mm-hmm. so... Yeah. It's, it's a lot up in the air. Um... The other problem I had was another move. Byron Saxton moved to SmackDown. Why? Why you do? I have no idea. I know there are some Byron haters out there, but you can't deny. Even the Byron haters enjoy Corey Graves tearing into Byron. Nobody enjoys JBL tearing into anyone because he's a fucking bully. And also, because he's a fucking bully, he's not allowed to be a heel commentator right now. Which means SmackDown has two face commentators and a face fucker. I mean, oh, sorry, that was rude, Tom Phillips. And a neutral commentator. Uh, he didn't seem very heely to me at yeah. all, unless he's going to gradually go into that role. Mm-hmm. But it made the commentary very dull. Yeah, it was a very weird balance. And like JB say, JBL saying some like weird color commentary... That's what he does. Yeah, so he was doing that weird thing, and then Byron was doing his semi-informative, but also, like... Stand, co- standing for everybody. Yeah, and so it just was, was weird. It's weird. Yeah. I, uh, was weird. I wasn't um, a fan of it, and I, I hope they figure that balance out, or they apologize and put Byron back where he belongs, getting made fun of by Corey Graves. Because uh, Booker T and Corey Graves... It, it's weird because Booker... I know Booker T is not going to be the one who ends up there. Yeah. But right now, we're having somebody who both Corey and... And uh, what's his face? Michael. Michael Cole. Uh, I know his name. Shut up. Uh, they treated him more as an informative figure versus... Yeah. A, An actual, a, like, yeah. yeah. I mean, like, I think it would have made more... awful. <laughs> I, I, he's neutral. He's just there. I don't really... Like, I don't... I, he's fine to me. He says crazy words out of his mouth all the time. He does, I don't like but, I, but that's part of the, his thing to me. Like, I just, whatever. And I feel like, well, I mean, obviously, JBL probably, like, he probably couldn't, he doesn't need this job. His wife is fucking Jennifer Hudson. He doesn't need this gig. So I wish they'd let him go and get, he can just do, hire me. He I'll can do, do all kinds of stuff. He's a freaking lawyer. He's fine. Um, what they should have done is they should have kept... Byron over on Raw and brought Booker T to SmackDown as a, as a placeholder because I'm sure uh, he won't take no lip from JBL and he'd be fine. That's interesting. Yeah. I wonder how many people uh, 
move around based on bullying now that we've found out it, well we've always known about it but now that it's getting more talked about yeah. it's very interesting but uh very disappointing the reaction that people have had uh, as fans has been heartening to find out that so many other wwe fans take this seriously but the reaction of the company and places like espn like kind of act trying to sweep this under the rug is yeah. really uh frustrating and not cool. No. So extra super not cool on that. And uh, now we're going to talk about happy things because we're we're trying to get out of that sadness yes. of bullying. Also, if you're being bullied, let me know. Tweet me, and uh, you know me, I'll go in on that sucker for you. I ain't scared. Um, so now we're going to talk about matches we are excited and want to see. Yes. Do you want to start? Oh uh, sure. Uh, so you know, there's some tag team switch ups. So now we have uh, Heath Slater and Rhino mm-hmm. uh, on the same show as Enzo and Cass. So mm-hmm. it seems like that would be a good thing to set up because you have that Heath can talk about his double wide and his overground pool. Right. Could you just imagine Heath and Enzo like having a talk off? I think it would be really annoying in a great way. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Rhino and Cass are the big bruisers. Uh, part of me thinks we'll never see this match because WWE doesn't seem to like putting samey people together. No. Uh, but it's my hope and my dream wish. I would love to see them, uh, especially because I think Enzo is often used as a doormat, and it makes me not like him. It's not very fun to watch somebody throw himself around the ring kind of carelessly and never win. Yeah. Whereas if he was actually matched with somebody like Heath, who looks like he's you know kind of slimmer than him, it might actually make for a more interesting story. Maybe. But they'll never put two faces against each other. But it is my wish. Um, uh, next. Yep. We talked about this kind of briefly before. Mm-hmm. Charlotte and Naomi. I can't wait for the the hip checks and the flying through the airs and the moonsaults and the split jumps. It's going to be so good. So good. I really hope they let us see it, too. <sighs> Me, too. I also can't wait for the first time Charlotte tries to say she's genetically superior to Naomi. I know. All oh Naomi has to do is turn around and be like, <laughs> do you see me? <laughs> do, you, do you see me? I'm a I wish we had a black light because I would have just hit that button. Um. Bring it to the. Okay. Anyway, uh, Shinsuke versus AJ Styles. Now they have had matches in Japan. I personally haven't seen any matches outside of Japan. If it exists, I don't even want to watch it because I want to watch them wrestle on WWE for me. Yeah, yeah it would awesome. be very weird if they did not take advantage of that mm-hmm. combo sometime in the future. Um, I think it'll be a slow burn. Yeah, it's going to be a while. Uh, probably summer, like August. Like, it probably won't start until like time works in the WWE. I don't know. The well, WWE. I just know it's probably going to be weeks. Yeah. Because they're probably going to want to do, you know, these other things yeah. first before they let us have the deliciousness of Shinsuke versus AJ. But if they never give us Shinsuke versus AJ, then I have two fingers and they're both in the middle of my hands for you because I I just oh, I was going to so say good. that I that you had two words for him. Oh. Um yes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh oh, uh, another one Jeff Hardy version. Uh anyway, yes. Um Mickey uh, James versus Sasha. Yes, Mickey James versus Sasha. We saw a little bit of that uh, in tonight's Raw. Yeah, it looked real, real good. It I made me want more. I can't wait. They, the way they were looking at each other, Sasha was giving a very like heel kind of look at Mickey, and they just look so. I've said it before. Mickey 
brings something unique and different. She doesn't walk like everyone else. She doesn't hit the ropes like everyone else. She doesn't pin like everyone else. She's very comfortable doing her own thing and not being cookie cutter. And Sasha is really, really good at following leads. And they just looked so good together. So good. I want to watch it forever. All the time. Um, Charlotte and uh, Natalia. Yes. Could mm-hmm. also be a great one. I mean, we also haven't really gotten Naomi and Charlotte that much either, which I also feel like is a bit of a, a missed opportunity, but mm, storylines being as they are. But Naomi like, and Natalia? Uh, yes. Okay. Yes. Sorry. Did I say Charlotte? Yes, you did. Okay. It's yeah, we've ta- you've talked about that before, too. Yeah. You want to see Natalia and Naomi, uh, and we've never gotten to see it. Nope. Because I feel like they've been doing weird things with Natalia at least as long as I've been watching wrestling. It's true. Like, post-Beth Phoenix. Like, right. It's she like, had that... Is she a heel or is she a face? For a while, they didn't seem to even want to come up with a story as to why she was acting the way she was acting. And then she finally got to be a heel, but it was over the weakest storyline. And I just, I don't know why that's happening because she's really good in the ring. Uh, And it would be pretty easy to just have her be crazy. Like, she's a crazy cat lady. Go ahead, do that. I mean, if there's nothing else you can come up with for this athlete... With, you know, with her dad's vicious streak, because she right. started out with that, and she was very good at it. But I feel like maybe they have a hard time making women scary, in a way, um, because I think, bottom line, they still need their audience to want to fuck them. So I feel like maybe that had something to do with and it. She should go full dominatrix. She should. Oh They're, my god, that'd be so right? good. Right? Like, she'd be filling the dominatrix role that is missing for the women's... Yeah, if her needs, outfits are already right. halfway there, at If least. you need to be fuckable, be the scary dominatrix with, your, with a tight ponytail licking on a whip before you get yeah. into the ring, men will be all about it. All You're about welcome. It. You can take that for free. Yes. Um, and Finn Balor versus Bray Wyatt looked like it was teased. Yes. And I can't even tell you how much I want to watch this demon go up against this magic man cult leader. Magic on magic on magic. Except that I know Bray is going to lose. And it doesn't make any sense. I mean, they might have this where be the thing where Bray kind of become... Because, you know, they did did it with uh, Seth a, a bit where Finn was like a regular Finn for a while. And then he had to have the demon come out. But he was still winning. True, but they could do it this way where Bray is... Is keeps beating him until he summons his demon form. I don't think they will. They probably won't. I'm just saying they can. Yeah. Take the storyline. Do it. Take it. Uh, what would be better, which I hate to say, would be having Bray Wyatt be built up. Having him mm. win and win and win and win and win and then face Finn Balor and mm. lose. But instead, they've been having Bray lose and lose and lose and lose and lose. So it really doesn't make Except any that one time. sense. Except that, that one time. Except that one time. Um, so yeah, so those are some of our excellent things we're looking forward to. Let us know in the comments what you're looking forward to if you're watching this on YouTube. If you're listening on iTunes or SoundCloud or on allgames.net, I don't know how you can, maybe tweet us. Tweet us and tell us us uh, what matches you're looking forward to now that the shakeup has occurred. Uh, I think that Seth and AJ benefited from staying where they were, because it would have been really weird to have AJ kind of go through that, like, respect gauntlet at WrestleMania and then ship him over to right the other that day. would have needed to end with the not handshake yeah some or yeah something like that and s- same kind of with you know with you know the kingslayer now that you know he's kind of you know he's put his sword in the sand over there being switched over would have been weird with his little knight leggings he's such a nerd uh oh we can't go without talking about braun beating the shit out of roman reigns if you missed it please yeah. go watch the clip braun came beat roman black and blue had him threw him off 
through him, off the ledge, still strapped to the gurney, tipped over an ambulance. It was good old-fashioned backstage wrestling fun, yeah. and also a little sexy. At one point, Braun grabs Roman by the neck and shoves him against the wall, and I was like, oh god, I'm gonna need another pair of pants. This is too hot for me. Uh, it was great. And then, the continuation of Braun being great was tonight, he beat up a bunch of people, including throwing Kalisto into a trash can. Rude. And he, he sank immediately out of view, and I got nervous that he wasn't, he's probably under there suffocating a little bit. And then out of nowhere, Big Show comes, and I'm pretty sure Big Show then turned and like lifted that man out of the trash and was like, you're free now, and then put him down. But they had a match in which they took the freaking ring down, and it was scary and good fun. Yes, and the man that ref went tumbling. That referee, we watched it about four or five times, just whoop, (laughs) just ran out the ring. Uh, I know he did it on purpose because he was holding the rope, and why would you hold the rope? But he managed to make it look so So, hilarious. We we had to keep watching that from all the angles. Yeah, it was good. I do enjoy Braun a lot. I think he's a great wrestler. I am exceedingly tired of this storyline. It's been going on for about a year at this point where he just kind of comes and he yells about competition and he beats people up and then nothing happens. And I'm exceedingly tired of it. So I'm okay with with Big Show not winning this particular uh, match, though it would have been nice if he did. But I understand what they're doing with it. But if they're not going to introduce another big man, like a, like one that's younger, because like, let's face, I mean, Big Show is like looks great. He's in great shape right now, but eventually he's going to retire. Right. He doesn't need a push. He's he's already pushed. He's yeah. already everybody loves him. So we need another big dude well, to it, show up. It's possible that the payback match with Braun and Roman will finally get him out of this purgatory, uh, and we can finally see Braun and Brock. And I have hope for that because if I remember correctly. They hinted, I can't remember which fight it was, but they hinted at a fight a long time ago and then eventually it came to fruition like seven months later. Yeah. So we did see that hint with Braun and Brock before where Braun yeah. backed away. Uh, also, the Carl and uh, I always say their name right, Gallows and Anderson, God, why can't I ever say their name right on the first try? Uh, made a United Airlines joke about Braun Strowman. They did. <sighs> It was pretty solid. Uh, it was now they're the, just the new day. They're just gonna make the referential jokes. Now. I I feel like after the South Regional weird Southpaw Regional, South Regional Wrestling thing, thank you. Uh, that they're like, oh hey, these dudes are funny. We should let them be kind of funny while being dicks. <sighs> Except that it never worked with the new day, and they need to stop. Let listen. I I know they're funny. I know, yes. but they can't be funny and be scary. We don't have that ability in America. Maybe in Japan, y'all do. America doesn't have it. They need to be scary if they're going to be scary. I think I think it's possible, just not with them. Like, your gimmick has to be a little bit different, I think, for that to be a better thing. But, you know. I think it, it's just a different type of humor. If you're going to yeah. be the, the asshole making fun of people, that's a different kind of humor than referencing humor or silly voices yeah. or imitation humor, which is all the stuff they've been doing. Like... It's not going to work for them as far as intimidation factor goes. Yes. Um, the Hardys actually had a singles match. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it was Jeff and Cesaro. Yes. And I just want to, all I want to talk about is the fact that Seamus kept his kilt on. Uh, yeah, that was... Um, it was... Listen, 
Shazara was my favorite. It's so good. They're the new the entrance best. thing is the best thing ever. I feel I've been. I feel like I never want them to break up ever again because they amuse me terribly. When he when he got up on the thing and he pointed at Cesaro and you're like, Seamus is actually loving his brother now, and he came to pick him up. Oh, they're best friends, yeah. and I like it a lot. It's good stuff. Uh, so yes, I hope they never, ever, 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 ever. Speaking of two friends separated up. for no good reason, Sin Card Callisto. Why were they not put back together Why? and put on 205 Live? Why? 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 You guys don't use them for anything. Really except don't. being thrown into trash cans and chairs. Rude. It's really annoying. It's rude. It's a ridiculous underuse of amazing high flyers. Oh my god, they're so amazing. I just, I, yeah, I don't, I don't understand. Because we only have, what, eight wrestlers on 205 And Live? I do want to say, amazing for WWE. We do know that the actual luchadors, lucha underground, lucha libre stuff, yes. got some real stuff popping. Yes. But for WWE, they're really awesome. And frankly, when was the last time we saw them really, really wrestle? You know, it's been a while. They had some great matches with the New Day. They did. Oh, speaking of great matches, Jack Gallagher and TJ Perkins had an excellent one yes. tonight. I really enjoyed it. It seemed more, uh, slightly more elevated than their normal matches mm-hmm. that they have week in and week out. Uh, they really put on a show for us and told a story, yeah. and I just, I loved it. They're, they're selling the TJ Perkins heel turn. So. I'm so happy he's a heel, because that whole I'm homeless, I'm homeless, I'm homeless made me really hate him. And now I get to hate him for a reason. Well, and like, the constant dabbing, you know. It's not that you just do it every once in a while, but the constant dab, I feel like, is a move of a heel. I was willing to accept it as a millennial seeking to appeal to younger kids. No, but like, yes. Like, when you come in there, but if you have somebody in a leg lock or you do a thing and then you dab on them, I feel like that's a heel. I feel like he only did that as a heel. Yeah. I don't feel like I've seen him do that before. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I don't remember every TJ Perkins. No. I mean, I've, I've seen battle. it in like a non... But you know what? But he's done it against heels, so I guess it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if you dab on a heel. Yeah. Tomorrow facts. Yes. True facts. <laughs> True facts. Anyways, much shorter episode than normal today because we felt really bad about all those longer episodes. Let us know if you like the shorter format or if you do actually want to just hear us ramble on because we can always talk longer. Mm -hmm. Uh, And also let us know if there are any topics you'd like us to cover. We have a few ideas coming up such as focusing on specific wrestlers or specific uh, types of wrestlers, focusing on ring gear and entrance music, all sorts of things. So keep that in mind and let us know if there's anything you'd like us to talk about. And we can talk about more than the WWE as well. So feel free to suggest stuff yeah. like that. You know, we, there's there's a whole world of wrestling. Out there a beyond whole the wrestling world. That's where we'll be. That's where we will be. A wondrous place. A thrilling chase. For you and me. Then we switch it to Whitney Houston. Oh, where can people find you tomorrow? You can find me on the Twitters and the Instagrams at Misfits Tomorrow. And you can find me at Sarah the Rebel. And you can find Women Wrestling Friends on YouTube by searching Women Wrestling Friends Podcast or just searching Sarah the Rebel, finding my channel. And you can find us on Twitter at Women Wrestling F. Because I couldn't fit the whole name on Twitter. We also have an Instagram that I've lost the password to. So if you know how to hack Instagram, holla at your girl. And we will see you next time. Jeff Hardy dance out. Mm, 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 mm.